Molly, Molly, Molly. Fucking hell. <laughs> she has got a fucking huge mole round about here. <laughs> and it's like, Molly, Molly, Molly. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's where we're going, is it? Oh man, did you not notice that I'm like I'm looking at like I nearly shouted out in the cinema, Molly, Molly, Molly. <laughs> Take away those diamonds, I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. Well, 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 well. Hello. Hello, Ben. How are you? I'm okay. I'm very well. How are you, John? I'm good. I'm good. I have my new setup. You do my, indeed. My new microphone. You do. How do I sound? Do I sound any better? I can hear just the raspy tones of your your Scottish accent just coming raspy. through. Oh, yes. Raspy. Your raspy tones. Oh, aye. Yes. You sound wonderful. How do I sound with my new setup and my new move around and and and? Mm -hmm. You sound good. You sound good. Um, you look good. Um, we also have new software. We do. Oh, did, we, did we say we weren't going to mention that? But no, nah, we might as well mention it. We're here now, right? Yeah, yeah, we are. I mean, they they are quite. They, they might be a little bit confused as to why I'm named Adam, but it was just. To... <laughs> <laughs> He's just a knob, that's why. <laughs> well, we've been having a laugh, haven't we? We've been having a laugh! We have. So, welcome, one and all, to episode one. Mm -hmm. Episode one. One. Off. Chasing Descent. At, at the, the movies. movies! We're going to talk about movies. a film. So, we are. Ladies and gentlemen, we must uh, warn you up front. Spoilers! Spoilers <laughs> abound for Doctor Strange in the multiverse. Spoilers! Of madness. Uh, how, how, so, do, how, do, how does our video look, by the way, before we get into it? Do we just look? Is it running smoother? John certainly look, looks better. I don't look anywhere near as red, do I? No, and I think that's the software. Everything seems to be running a lot nicer and a lot smoother. And there's a few other things we can do as well oh, with this. Other things. There's a few little tricks we can do. There's uh, we we were playing with it until uh, um yeah, mid past midnight actually. Yeah, past midnight last night. We we was having a bit of a laugh, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, it was good. I, my focus seems to be working again for some reason. Maybe it was your mic and not your focus, right? Well, that's a possibility, I suppose. It is indeed. Um, and have you got the phantom power on? Just just making sure. Of course I have the phantom power on. Do you think I would sound this good without the phantom power on? Well, well... I, I Not mean, with a condenser mic, you wouldn't, mate. You wouldn't hear me at all. Do you want me to turn it off? If you don't want spoilers for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, then I, I, I suggest I would coming suggest back. you don't listen. Yes. Um... So, so because we are going to go in depth, John has a list, don't you, John? <laughs> I do have a list. He has a list of how we are going to do this show, and um, <laughs> we've we've lost we've lost viewers. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's fine. I anticipated this, John. How many have we lost? It it doesn't matter. But I anticipated this. <laughs> but uh, but but we, we we're gonna do we're gonna review the film. 
in our way. So yeah. it's going to yeah. be a Chasing Descent show. We're not going to be holding back. We're going we're gonna to be talking candidly. There's going to be swearing. Oh, Possibly. Swearing. Possibly. Oh, no. Oh, no. The naughty journalist said a swear. Oh, no, John. Um, and, and hopefully there's going to be... These things happen in real life, don't they? I'm uh, I'm afraid they do. I mean, I I I heard swearing in my screening of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of really? Madness. Yeah, in the cinema. Yes, there was a jump scare moment, and a woman jumped out of her skin and went, "Oh shit!" Really? Yeah. <laughs> that was just a Sam Raimi trademark. Wasn't oh, it? Sam Raimi. So, ladies and gentlemen. We have both observed Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness in 3D. Um, I know swearing is fucking wrong. No vax passes. <laughs> uh, I know. But um, we, we saw it in 3D, didn't we, John? I advised you see it in 3D because I, I also yes, saw I it saw, in 3D. I saw it in 3D. Yep. So Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is the currently... Uh, the, the currently, I'd say, just in my brief opinion, overhyped... Uh, latest release from Marvel Studios, uh, starring Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange and Elizabeth Olsen as uh, Wanda Maximoff. Um, and and John, how? Oh, and what's what's that other girl that was? Sochi Gomez. Christine. No, no, Christine. What? Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams, that's it. Sochi yeah. Gomez as a... Uh, I've got stuff to say about Rachel McAdams. You might not like it. I'm sure you do, <laughs> and that's that's the point. You might not because like it. <laughs> this will be one of the most honest movie reviews on the internet because we actually paid our money to go and see this, right? Yes. So, well, and that and with that, let's jump straight in. So, I know you went to a different movie show a movie house from me so i went to showcase right and i went to cineworld okay. yeah you you cannot get an annual pass at a showcase yeah so i have a cineworld unlimited card it cost me 15.99 a month and because i saw the film in 3d i paid a one pound 60 upcharge for the 3d screening and then i figured i can't be asked to find out an old pair so i gave them the extra quid for some 3d glasses as well yeah so i paid eight pounds 60 for general admission. Okay, that's not bad. Three, for a three D movie. Was that matinee uh, that, pricing though? No, no, that's general admission. That's that's the price. Right. Remember, this is Scotland. Things are slightly cheaper. Yeah. So I paid eight pounds sixty for general admission to a three D. You can get it cheaper on Mondays and Tuesdays if you are an insider. So I berated Sean because he should be an insider. Um and being an insider with showcase is free. You just sign up to it and you get a card. And you get discounted movies on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Sundays after seven mm. at night. At night, so eight pound sixty plus one pound fifty for the three D glasses. Okay, that's not, not bad. bad. Sean then proceeds to get a bucket of popcorn. Your poor, poor bank account, John. And a bucket of some kind of sugary soda thing, right? Yeah. So Probably I got. Coke. I got a large ten, Pepsi. Ten quid. Ten quid. So, 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 a like popcorn and coke. Well, like I said, I got a large Pepsi because I was running late because my mobility scooter was on the fritz, and I went on my scooter, 
right? Um, and it kept slowing down, speeding up, slowing down, speeding up. So I, mm-hmm. I, I was running slightly late. I was going to pop in Sainsbury's and grab a drink, but I did not have time. So I got into the cinema and I get 10% off uh, all concessions with my mm-hmm. unlimited card. You get that with the Insider card as well. But um, anyway, carry on. And uh, uh, still with with 10% off a full sugar Pepsi in Cineworld cost me around £4.60. Um Ouch. But it was large and with no ice, and I would describe it as a bucket myself. It was, I would say, it was close to, if not over a liter, right? Okay, I had um, two two scoops of ice cream, three pounds eighty five. That's what and it was. It was pretty good ice cream actually. So, well, one of the okay. things they do do in my Cine World, and I I was going to get this, but I didn't have time, is they have a Baskin Robbins inside it, and. Um, they do a four scoop ice cream milkshake that you can pick any four scoops and it comes to about the same price as that bloody pepsi with my discount and i would have yeah. preferred to have had that but i simply didn't have time um yeah well, you probably did because you'd probably um watched a lot of trailers well i i got in just as the trailers were starting but i need i, I needed to be in as the okay. trailers were starting uh, facilities well, it's a brand new cinema. Um, it's it's so the, the the quote unquote standard screens are over thirty feet high. They're massive. Okay. Um, okay. And and How it's big the o- was the auditorium. Uh, what are we? It was a few hundred seats. Um, each right. so each show, one going show, up on steps. Showcases is a bit different because they tend to specialize in smaller screens these days. Or when I say smaller screens, smaller rooms. Yeah. Right. Um, and. Every seat, every seat is a leather-clad, full-blown electric recliner. I know you said with um with loads of room between between you and the row behind and the row in front, and you can you can literally go full flat bed. It's it's pretty cool. That um, does sound pretty cool. It was it was good. I I I I I actually sent a text to my wife saying how. Because she'd she'd been the previous week to watch something else, I think Sonic Two or something, and um, I said, "How did you stay asleep? Uh, how did you stay awake with seats like this?" Because normally she falls asleep at all the movies. So that was um, the facilities I'd give. I would give Showcase maybe even a ten. I'd, I'd, I'd give Cineworld you'd be a hard push to get better when it comes to seating like that. Well, I was in a standard Cineworld auditorium, but like I say, the, the differences between our Cineworld and most is ours is brand new. Um, it yeah. was only open for a few months before they were all shut down. It was at the time of opening the only cinema in the country with every uh, projector being a laser projector. Um, so it, it, it was, it, it is top notch. The, the, the pictures are crystal clear. The seats are lovely. Um, and, and still to this day, it feels brand new in there. So, um, right. so that's, this movie was, um, oh, was and released. one, one more thing. My Cineworld, because each level is up on steps, they mm-hmm. built it with the disabled in mind. So there is a lift that I can use as a disabled man and I can go in through the top of each auditorium. Um, right. So there's a there's a there's a series of corridors above where you can enter from above because I always get seats the disabled seats at the top because yeah, that's the where they are. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so you've got the best view, I'd say as well. Uh, when yeah. I went to see uh, the Nicolas Cage flick where he plays himself, I had a box. I sent you the picture, didn't I? I yeah. had a private box. 
And so that was lovely. That was wonderful. So I had a private box all to myself, milkshake, able to watch the flick, and extra speakers in the box. Can't really mm -hmm. moan, can you? Nice. So, um, the, uh, what, what, where was I? What was I going to say? The flick. No, no, no. We haven't, we haven't gone into the flick yet. Um, the, the, the film was, rem was released on the 5th of May. It was my birthday and um we were there on the tuesday after it right yeah tuesday afternoon and there was only eight people in the cinema oh that's that including sean and i well i went saturday at midday and the cinema was about 70 percent full right okay um and that like i say there's two to three hundred seats in the auditorium i was in it was it was rather full um and that was saturday at midday so maybe it's a weekday thing you you went possibly possibly um well we deliberately went out with well during school hours so we could try and avoid children and yet someone still had a fucking child there who had to talk at all the quiet parts in the movie why do children do this They're fucking shouldn't be allowed in movies but we were all children once and we all did this yes but we weren't allowed in movies with adults we were <laughs> sent to the matinee on the saturday morning yeah, that's true. Oh my God, do you remember the Saturday morning cinema club? Yeah, Jesus, Jesus, you go. They'd have like a clown and stuff before the screening. Yeah, they'd, they'd have entertainment, and it cost a pound. It was that, that's right. Things like that were amazing when we were kids. And you got to run up and down the aisles. You and did create havoc. Yeah, See what we always brilliant. what we always there was no adults there. And what we always used to do at the end of the at the end of the screening every time was go to the front row get up on top of the seats and run up the entire auditorium across the backs of the seats. Yeah. yeah. Every so, time. Yeah. So, I mean, people these days don't know what, what they're missing. They really don't. They really uh, don't. Okay. So, um, you, you, you put me onto the trailers. Yes. You said the trailers were very good. Yes. So, um, what did... What did you um, think of the trailer that, um, well, it wasn't the first one up. The first one up for me was something else. I can't remember exactly what it was. But um, what did you think of the trailer? Which one? The, uh, this one. Hold on. Are you going to, he's doing it, he's doing it. Um, how much can you see? All right, I'll, I'll shrink this down so we can see more. Right, hold yeah. on. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh. We're just learning this. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not that's not what I wanted to do. Right, give me a second. Let me try again. Right. Right, let me try again. We're just learning this. Right. Yes, we are. So, pause. Bear with us. Bear with us. Bear with us, people. Bear with us. Well, well, you say that, Shalini. You say that. What was that? She said, what "Blue people, saying? no thanks." Well, um, right. I don't want to share this. Oh, hold on, advanced. That's better. Portion of screen. That's what I want to do. We're getting there. Oh. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Hold on. Before you do that, I've got to put me and you in frame. See. There we are. Look. Look what we can do. Right. Hold on. How's, Look. Right. How's that? Uh, you, a little bit better. You need to pull it across a bit. 
Yeah. There we go. There we go. That's it. You got it. You got it. That, That's good. That right? That's right. good. So there we go. There we go. Look, we have here the trailer for Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Um, yes. And it's, it's, it, it, it doesn't do it justice, does it, watching it on this? Not at all. I tell you what, we saw it in, uh, we watched, we both watched it in 3D. Um, and this, I'm going to say, looks gorgeous. It does. Yeah. Uh, it, visually. Visually stunning. Absolutely stunning. In 3D as well. Now, um, I'm not hyped for this flick at all like story wise i saw the first one i'm guessing you saw the first one john and yeah yeah and and once again i saw it in 3d and it was stunning to look at but essentially it was three hours of pocahontas in space with blue people yeah. and if if you were to take my bets right now this is tarzan right yeah yeah i think i think i think you might well be right yeah because there's a little kid, a human kid. There yeah, he is. is. Look, yep. There he is. Yep. Uh, who has been adopted by the blue people. And uh, they're, they're running across trees and doing vines. And he looks just like Tarzan with the bloody dreadlocks. Mm. So I'm, I'm reckoning we've got a retelling of Tarzan this time around. But this does not do justice in just how beautiful this thing looks in 3d right yeah yeah it does look amazing so i'm going to keep a close eye on it because whilst people say people say that they're not interested in it in the first 24 hours of going online the avatar 2 trailer has had 148 million views more than any of the Disney Star Wars films in their first 24 hours. Yeah. Now, over 28 million of those views came from China. 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 <laughs> so I'm going to have to go and watch this because... Um, this is not thought... playing well at all. No, it's a bit jerky, isn't it? It's yeah. one of my PC. Um, yeah, I think, I think this, I'm on a, a makeshift PC, but I'm definitely going to have to go and see this. So you would like to see Top Gun Maverick? Yeah, I've got to go and see it. So you're, my mind. you're a fan of the first one, I, I, I assume. Yeah, yeah, I was, well, I can't remember what he was, but I wasn't old. So, yep. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah I'm going to have to go and see it. Okay, well, I'm indifferent to this. I can take it or leave it, to be honest. Um, yeah. uh-huh. I, but if you want me to go and see it so that we can talk about it, then I might have to because they, you know, it doesn't yeah. cost me anything. Adam says 36 years have passed since the first one. Well, this one was supposed to come out about two years ago. The first trailer for it dropped about two and a half years ago. Uh, yeah, but, but then shit happened and cinemas yeah. got shut down. And uh, there we go. Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I, I don't, like I say, I'm indifferent to it. It doesn't excite me in any way shape or form uh mm-hmm. saw arms says uh top gun is a major homoerotic movie discuss well top gun the original yeah of course that was it but, was the 80s for fuck's sake man but, everything was homoerotic in the 80s but we're not here to talk about top gun we are here to no, talk about dr yeah. strange in the multiverse I mean, of madness yeah, but I mean the 80s if you want us to talk about the 80s then we'll do another show on the 80s because <laughs> I could talk about the 80s for days. 
days. Shalini says the rise of Gru as in Minions 2 is also late. Absolutely it is. I mean, I've had Lego products from that movie, from Minions the Rise of Gru, for, for over a year and a half. I've had yeah. Lego products from that movie. Um, it's insane. It is insane. Okay. So um, how would you like to give us an overview of the movie? I'd like you to give us an overview of the movie since it's more fresh in your mind as 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 you saw it later than me. Well, I, I mean... And uh, But before he does, spoilers abound. We have well, warned. There won't be a lot in my overview, but there, there will be spoilers at some point. So, uh, I'm not... As you know, I'm not a great... Um, I'm not steeped in the Marvel universe or, or your son is though. one or whatever. Yes, he is. He is, and and he did say that I should watch One Division before I went to see it, and I didn't <laughs> because I didn't think it. Well, I spoke to you, and you said you really didn't have to, so I didn't watch One Division. Um, I don't even know who the fucking Scarlet Witch is, you know. But after watching it, it's easy enough to pick it up. I mean, yeah. It's not rocket science. No, it's, it's a very just... self con Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is a very self-contained story. Yeah. It, it has... Um, it's very yeah. self-contained. Um, there is no no required viewing, I would say, uh, for this. Directed well, by... So. Di directed by the well, well, very the, the wonderful... Casting and director is, is, is next. That's the next part of the list. Okay. So... so. so do you want to give the overview? Why don't you give the overview of the movie? Because you've already taken over, so please proceed. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is the continuation of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think it's uh, film number 279 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it stars Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, who goes on a multiversal journey to try and uh, stop stop the the evil the evil that is chasing teenager america chavez across the multiverse um so america chavez is a character oh. yeah yeah she is she is the MacGuffin of the movie i would say um so the, what? the MacGuffin, the the, the MacGuffin, the MacGuffin, the thing that people need to get the thing that you need to get to all oh, right right okay there's two MacGuffins in this movie one of them is america chavez and the other is what they call the book of ashanti right yeah um and it opens, the movie opens uh, with an alternate Doctor Strange. And well, it opens with Doctor Strange having a dream. Yes. That's what we think. Yes. And, the... and let's just leave it at that because we don't want to spoil too much of it. But yeah. All right. You've cut me off now. You continue. Right. Okay. So let's move move on to the casting and, and director. So as you were explaining so eloquently before I cut you off, this was directed by Mr. Evil Dead himself, Sam Raimi, right? My boy! And and it does have all of his hallmarks from the 80s it in is. this movie. So if you, are, if you are a Marvel fan, I'd say you're going to be somewhat disappointed by this flick. But if you are a Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi visuals, Sam Raimi horror elements fan... You're gonna love it, I think. There were, I, there, there was some good stuff amongst all the deaths. <laughs> well, well, this is it, right? This this flick is a PG thirteen or a twelve in yeah. this country, and but, I think. But you can see that Sam wanted to show more, especially when people get cut in half. So 
but you didn't really see the gore. That could have been a gore fest. I think there is it an alternate version of this have. movie out there. Yeah, it should have been a gore fest. I'll be honest. So, um, directed. I think by... there might be a director's cut coming. Yeah, I would hope so. One that is not yeah. PG thirteen. Yeah. Um, Marvel have very, a uh, very stringently stayed away from showing blood in their earlier slates of films and that all ended with their disney plus shows so once they started bringing out their disney plus shows falcon and the winter soldier i think really started off the showing of blood um and there's a lot of blood in this flick it's quite nice people are covered in blood most of the time yeah there's a lot of blood in this flick um, and you can understand why the Scarlet Witch is called the Scarlet Witch because she's mostly covered in either blood or covering people in blood. Yeah. So it's actually the opening scene to this flick is right off the bat a Doctor Spray Strange getting impaled, you know, and it's it's glor it's glorious and, and a close up of the wound. Close up of the wound. Yeah, through his leg. Yeah, that was good. Right? It was it was good. Yeah, it's 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 something like I say, Marvel have stringently strayed away from and it looks like now with sam raimi at the helm uh this is going to now bleed out into their cinematic uh yeah. movies and i think it, it's all the better for it to be honest yeah what about um what about the casting then benedict cumberbatch as dr strange i think this is his sixth or seventh outing as the character but only his second actual movie right yeah um but he was a fan cast from the word go, right? So um, before before he was ever cast as Doctor Strange. Who's that other guy? That, um, Ethan Hawke? I think he'd make a good Doctor Strange. Ethan Hawke has just starred in a Marvel TV show. Oh, has um, he? Yeah, yeah, he's as the villain in Moon Knight. The last episode literally aired on Wednesday last week. Um, yeah, I, I think he could make a good Doctor Strange. Cumberbatch is a bit... He's, he's all right. He's, he's all right, isn't it? He was indeed awful as Khan in Star Trek. You're correct, Soran. But I think he's. Oh, he I, was. I think he's well cast for this. And like I say, he's a fan cast. And there's another fan cast in this movie as well. One that I, I, I will get into a bit further down the line. <laughs> the but, hot dog seller. No. No, no. No? No. What? Right. Okay. Carry on. I, we'll get into it a bit further down the line. But um, we have we have Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange. We have uh, Rachel McAdams as christine okay okay come on so when we see rachel mcadams she's getting married yeah? yes and she's all done up she's got her hair up yes right and that's it it's it's over it's just over because after seeing her with her hair up all i can think about and say every time i see her is molly 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 <laughs> She has got a fucking huge mole round about here. <laughs> and it's like, Molly, Molly, Molly! Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's where we're going, is it? Oh, man. Did you not notice that? I'm like, I'm looking at it. I nearly shouted out in the cinema, Molly, Molly, Molly! <laughs> I told you, didn't I? Oh, we will review the new Top Gun movie. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> I just could not fucking... I couldn't let it go. And then I thought... Then later on, when she... she, she um, in the alternate universe, she was all right because she had her hair down. 
<laughs> and it covered the molly 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 top tier this top tier yeah that's it was i was really disappointed once again we have benedict wong returning as wong uh in in he's got a really stilted way of delivering his lines yeah, he? he's an english bloke and he's trying to put on that sort of american chinese accent but when he speaks in real life he's proper british oh um, yeah he's proper british he doesn't have any trace of a chinese accent no, no in he's... real life does he so the, the the voice coming out of wong is wholly manufactured and that's probably something to do with his delivery right um yeah but but i thought he was fine he 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 did his role just yeah he was all right right yeah um I'm, i just had some you had a glitch no i think we're still live it's fine um yeah we're we're fine something just okay. popped up on my computer then went away it's all good but yeah i think benedict wong was absolutely fine in the role um he's yeah, yeah, he's played okay. the role several times before as well and i think he's becoming a bit of a fan favorite actually oh really yeah really. what about um what about the the child teenager sochi um... gomez as america chavez now this was her first mainstream film and i think i think it showed um yeah now i'm not saying that i'm not saying that she wasn't trying i'm saying maybe she wasn't experienced enough in the craft to be able to to do the delivery for this kind of movie yeah um she was all right though she was, I mean, she, she was she, innocuous she was all right but uh, personally speaking i i would have cast someone with a bit more experience but that's just me yeah uh, for and this I, I really hated the scene with her two moms yeah but that's that's actually from the from the comics she has two moms in yeah, the comics even so it's but actually it's too, too woke for me actually I don't like shit. actually I give credit where credit's due to Marvel Studios here because the character itself uh, or herself, uh, America Chavez, is some of the wokest shit you will ever read put to comics, right? Oh, is it? But they've taken all of that out of the character. It's they've, good. they've removed it all, and and she's just a sassy teenager, really. Um, there's there's no yeah. there's no there's no real woke agenda. I would say it baked into her character at all the only thing that's yeah, left thought, over I is the two months okay. yeah i thought she was all right i mean she was quite cheeky and she she, she played it all right i think yeah yeah and then 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 we have elizabeth olsen as uh wanda maximoff scarlet witch and i think she's getting an oscar nomination for this really i do okay, okay. i i think she's getting an oscar nomination for this um now the oscars have been known in recent years to start including superhero flicks and i imagine best supporting actress is probably going her way for this um her performance you could tell that she was all in on this character for this flick yeah yeah um it was brilliant she okay. was brilliant um anyone else of note um Bruce campbell's cameo Yes, well, we'll get we'll get to that, and we'll get to the 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 Illuminati in a bit. Oh um, yeah, yeah, I forgot about them. Because we uh, do we do have the Illuminati, who are a a, 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 a smorgasbord of cameos. Um, so we have Patrick Stewart 
as Professor Charles Xavier. Shall we tell them how they all die? <laughs> because all of these well, cameos... They all, die in a, they all die in a variety of different ways, don't they? Uh, but they uh, don't die in our universe. They die in... Well, they don't die in our Marvel universe. They die in an alternate Marvel universe. So do they really die? Well, that's, that's the question, isn't it? So they... we. This film has been hyping up these cameos for about two years, right? Um, this film, uh, all it, oh, this person's going to be in it, that person's going to be in it. Go and see it because Tom Cruise is going to be in it as Iron Man, and he wasn't. But but all of these cameos were well hyped for it, and what we get are Patrick Stewart as Charles Xavier, uh, Anson Mount as Black Bolt, returning from his uh stint in marvels in humans a really really hated show that only lived one season i have no idea who that is we have um lashana lynch playing uh maria rambo captain marvel um, i have no idea who she was either <laughs> we have the the biggest fan casting i think in movie history oh, john krasinski as uh, uh Mr. Fantastic, Reed Richards. Yeah, yeah. And there was one more. The 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 woman Hayley Atwell, as the Captain Carter version of um, Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm 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 thinking, why has she got a Union Jack on her thing instead of a instead of a American flag? Because she's she's a Brit. Well, yeah, I find that out because Sean let me know afterwards and. He said, obviously, in that universe, she became Captain America instead of what's his name? I can't even remember his name. And then we I, have, I, I, as you as you guys can see, I'm really into Marvel. You know. And then we have Pizza Popper, played by the one and only Bruce Campbell. Um, yeah. And he yeah. sells pizza balls, and that's quite a funny cameo because uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange enchants his hand to punch himself in the face and it's a callback to evil dead isn't it where he ends up having to cut yeah. his own hand off so he enchants yeah. his hand to just continually punch him in the face and says it will last about three weeks and um <laughs> well of course there was gonna be a bruce campbell cameo i think he cameos in every sam raimi flick he's not in so he was in all three spider-man films um he did not say groovy unfortunately but no he did not but so let's go back to these <laughs> so these cameos these hyped up cameos how much screen time did they get before they died john 10 minutes if that if that yeah 10 minutes if that, that. <laughs> i mean oh they had about a fighting and all that a bit i mean yeah she unraveled mr fantastic like spaghetti then popped his head <laughs> right yeah. So she, she did, yeah. So she literally unraveled him I, like spaghetti and popped his head. Really, I really enjoyed this bit when they all died. I liked that. I did too. I, I really did. Then with uh, Captain Marvel, she squished oh. her with a statue. Oh, no. Oh, Captain Marvel. I, she squished I, her. I don't even know who Captain Marvel was. Yeah. Yeah, she was annoying anyway. Then with Captain Carter. She oh, cut her yes. in half at the midriff with her own with shield. Her own, with her own shield, yep. <laughs> uh, and then Black Bolt was the most haunting death I think I've ever seen 
in a film. How he died. So, okay. Black Bolt, Black Bolt's power is he'll destroy or kill anything with his voice. So he stays silent. Yeah. And oh yeah, yeah. She 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 takes his mouth away. Um, she takes his mouth away, and he screams into his own mouth. And then and he's, blows back out the back of his head. He, but the way it happens, <laughs> the way his skull just caves in at the back. Yeah. And then blood just starts running out of his nose. It is so gruesome. For a PG-13, it is just... How they got away with this, yeah, he's I He's a kind don't of annoying know. character anyway, isn't he? Well, yeah, but he doesn't say anything. He can't say yeah. anything. Yeah. But the, but the point is, that death, man... It's just visually, it is haunting because his skull just caves, and then the blood, and then oh wow, the fact that Sam Raimi got away with doing that, and Marvel yeah. let him keep it in, surprises me. But yeah, it's pretty good. It was good. Uh... And then we get to Professor Xavier. Now. He tried to go into her mind to do the Professor Xavier mind trick thing. Yes, because because the Scarlet Witch wasn't actually there. She was... Um, In the body of another version of herself. Yeah, she was dreamwalking. So he tried to go into her mind, and then she popped out from a cloud and snapped his fucking neck. Yeah. <laughs> and then that was it. Dead. You're dead. Dead. A, a red cloud at that. Yeah, it was a bit confusing, to be honest. Um, it was uh... so the basic uh... plot, the basic plot is um, America Chavez is running away throughout the multiverse uh, trying to get away from monsters that are trying to suck her power out now what we find out very early on in the film is these monsters are being uh, either manifest or controlled by Wanda Maximoff the Scarlet Witch she's doing this uh, because she wants her power to travel into a different universe where her children exist because she had imaginary children in um in wandavision and they were yep. imaginary um so she's trying to travel into a universe where her children exist so she's trying to get this girl to take her power and so it's an all-out fucking fight between these two but she because she can't travel through um universes because that's yeah. what this girl's power is. She can punch star holes in reality and travel to the next Yeah, but universe. She's, she's like an ineffectual superhero because she can only do it when she's really scared out her pants. Yeah, that's true. Until the end of the movie, and then she just... Until, yeah, and then she develops her power. Then, then she becomes girl boss, right? No, to be honest, character development was pretty much non-existent. I think this movie has got about an hour and a half of footage missing. Um, <laughs> Fucking hell. I, it was long enough. What was it? Two and a half hours? Two hours on the dot. Um, it was I longer think, than two hours. No, it's two hours. Um, I, 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 I think this movie has got a lot missing. I think the it, the plot was very disjointed. Um, well, it's strange you should say that because I I am not, as you know, a fan of of, of this kind of stuff yeah. really. Um, but I found that a confusing mishmash at times. Yeah, not not that it was hard to follow. It was just the fact that it did seem to be jumping about a bit, and and it didn't really. It it seemed to be a movie and looking for a direction, you know. And I don't mean that in a bad way with Sam Raimi. I mean it was a movie that the story didn't really 
I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it told the story, and I didn't like the way the story was all predicated on it being sorcery and magic, you know? It wasn't like a superhero movie at all. No, I understand that, but it is it is literally the story about the magician, John. But Yeah, yeah, no, I understand that, but it was all sorcery and magic and, and I mean the superheroes were I mean, if if this was the way that the world was, right, there'd be no point in being a superhero because well they were dispensed with perfunctorily by the Scarlet Witch. That'd they were just a... boom, gone. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Um Paul Daniels was the best magician, says says Adam. <laughs> Paul Daniels and Debbie McGee. You know she's still going. That Debbie McGee. She, didn't yeah. she? Didn't she almost win uh, Strictly Come Dancing? But not quite. I'm. I'm not sure. Oh, but, she, um, I think she was actually quite good, didn't it? She if was. I remember correctly. She was. But um. Anyway, that's a, a different uh, day. So yeah, I I thought character development was a bit was a bit lacking. Well, like I say, I think that there is um. I, I think there is a lot of this movie missing. I, I yeah. know for a fact that they basically reshot the entire film um, during the alleged pandemic. They they, they did. did they? Yeah, they did about eight, ten weeks of extensive reshoots. Um, yeah, because the uh, what did you find? The, the, the kind of love interest between Doctor Strange and, and Molly, right? I mean... It, it it was really laboured at one point, and then it suddenly seemed to be, but suddenly seemed to be there, and then it disappeared again. You know, so I mean, I I understand what they were trying to do, but mm. nobody really, nobody came out on top. You know, no, um, and it almost felt completely misplaced within within the plot. It, it didn't yeah. feel like it needed to be there, um. And and it gave nothing to the movie. It gave nothing to the movie. Um, it, it, like I say, disjointed is how I would describe this movie. It's it gets you from A to B. It is a self-contained story. You can follow it easy enough, but I think that that a lot has been chopped, changed, reshot, and uh, reworked. And that's not to the film's benefit, by the looks of it. Yeah, um, yeah, I think there was probably a much heavier, gory version of this flick before it got ultimately yeah, think, toned I th- down. I think you might have been right because I think you said before I'd seen it, you said you thought it might, but there might have been an R version there, basically, and and there probably could have been, and it may have been a better movie. I think it would have you know? been. You know, um, I think it would have been. Yeah. Um. I sometimes you when you've got a director like Sam Raimi, right? You can see all of his hallmarks in there, all of his visuals, but you can also see that he's been reined in by the the Marvel machine, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a beautiful looking Sam Raimi flick. It looks like a Sam Raimi flick. His DNA is all over this. But I think the studio stepped in, hence the reshoots, and yeah. um, and reined him in. Yeah. And, I, and once yeah. again, I don't think that's to the benefit of this flick. Um, this man can make horror. He is. Yeah, yeah. He's probably actually not um, 
the best suited director for this type of movie to be fair well this was supposed to be directed by i believe scott derrickson who directed the first um the first doctor strange and yeah. he left the project early on because of creative differences between himself and marvel and so sam raimi was brought in because this was always supposed to be a horror film right this was supposed to be marvel's first horror film and mm. i i there's i think it's it's so close but it's been reined in because they need that marvel pg-13 rating they are just i guess too scared to yeah. to let their directors go and run wild because ultimately kevin feige the director of marvel studios is the writer well the the, the head of marvel studios, is the writer of all these flicks he's building this huge intertwining story um where all of the all of the flicks sit as a piece in the puzzle and you've got your post credit scenes which leads into another movie and things like that and yeah and and you can see this stamped all over this movie and it's kind of unfortunate um the post credit scene for example where Charlize Theron turns up as a character that's not seen anywhere else in the movie and says, oh, we've got to go. Uh, you've caused a universe to crash into another universe. And uh, it, it it felt so shoehorned in. And it Who is she meant to be? Who is she meant to be? She's meant to be a sorceress from another universe called Clea, who uh, Doctor Strange actually ends up marrying in the comics, I might add. Was she, um, not, in, um, was she not in the Eternals? No. No. She no, was dressed okay. like an Eternal, though, wasn't she? Yeah, she was a bit. Yeah. She was. That was that wasn't a great movie. But oh, that was fucking awful. That was fucking awful. <laughs> but yeah. was that a Marvel movie? It was. All right, okay. It was. You you say that with some disappointment in your voice. <laughs> but like I say, that post-credit scene, I don't think at all belonged to Sam Raimi. Yeah. I don't think he had. He might not have even been on set to direct that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, other than that, any other obvious holes in the movie that you saw? Well, okay. So, Michael Waldron, who wrote this movie, mm -hmm. he also wrote Loki, the Loki TV series for Disney+. And what he didn't write was WandaVision. Okay. And when he wrote this movie, what he didn't watch... Was Wonder Vision? Because <laughs> all okay. these people saying that you need to watch Wonder Vision for this. Well, yeah, you can. He, I think somebody told him what happened in Wonder Vision, right. and he just kind of went from there. Oh, you know, Wonder Maximoff has fake children, and then, but at the end of Wonder Vision, the Scarlet Witch is redeemed. Because she I see there was there was no redemption in this movie. No. So she is redeemed. She she lets the town go and she flies yeah. off and she's given up her fake boyfriend and her fake children in favour right. of letting these people have her autonomy. And there is a redemption arc there. Yeah. That whole last act of WandaVision and her redemption. <laughs> throw that out. No, that didn't happen. Yeah, because she—I mean, she just was out and out. She was just out and out evil, and this there was no. She she wasn't letting go for anything. No, um, that that entire arc, is just 
pointless. It, yeah. it, it, it made that entire arc pointless. And if you're going to get the continuation of one of your TV shows in one of the movies, I personally think you need some of the writers from that TV show to come on board with or, the movie. Yeah, or, or you need... Or you need the writer of the movie to have at least seen the fucking TV show. And I, I honestly don't know if Michael Waldron watched WandaVision because it is... This film gets going almost immediately. Within yeah, the yeah. first 20 minutes, we've worked out who the villain is and what her motivations are. But those motivations... They don't ring true to the ending of that show. Because in the ending of that show, she has accepted the loss. Yeah. And redeemed. And this, it just, it's such a big hole that it's, it's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, visual effects. Stunning. Yeah. It's hard, you'd be hard pushed to say there was anything wrong with the quality of the special effects. I, I think that they were a treat, especially in 3D. Um, some of the some of those things, for example, there is a scene where a giant eyeball gets removed. That's, yeah. And in 3D, <laughs> Sam Raimi comes out to shine. Yeah, he really yeah. does. And and it wasn't um it wasn't as if it was over the top with its 3D parts though you know it wasn't like there wasn't always something coming towards you no you know that kind of thing it was it was good well i think uh 3D is about to see a massive renaissance i think it's coming back i think it's coming back in a big way i think we're going to see 3D this 3D that because december we see the release of avatar 2 the way of water and i'm telling you now they are going to push that you need to see this film in 3D well, it's a very pretty movie in 3D. Well, the trailer was just... The trailer is... I, I would say it's um, visually stunning. Mm -hmm. Visually stunning. I agree. Um, and waiting so long between movies, I think, is going to pay off because they make the first Avatar film look like a PlayStation 4 game in comparison. Yeah, yeah. It It does. It makes how was fun. your yeah how was your audio when your brand new cinema mate it was yeah spot on spot on um i found the audio a bit lacking i think maybe in the showcase it was loud but loud doesn't necessarily mean great you know what i mean no because bassy or at the right time and things yeah, like sometimes that. i think the I, th I think the i think sometimes cinemas they make it too loud. Yes. I, I don't know why, but they just make it just that bit too loud. See, I, I've been in some cinemas where it's been beyond too quiet, right? You pay yeah. for this you pay for this experience and you're going, what? Yeah, I'll, gi I'll give you yeah, an example of that. Um, when I went to see the second Fantastic Beasts movie, I couldn't hear a thing. Yeah. I, I couldn't hear a thing. See, um, see, that's a problem, and and I've noticed that. See, when you're watching a movie on on Netflix or something like that, right? Right. It's too quiet when they're speaking, but it's way too loud when there's action. It's unbalanced audio, so sore. Yeah, I mean the the audio is 
the audio is it, it's got too wide of a, a, a stage. It needs to be a wee bit more compressed so you can hear them talk without blowing your headphones or your ears out when, when there's a bit of action. Yeah. Soram says, uh, when I went to see June, the audio was very unbalanced. The speaking was too low and the music was too loud. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. See, I yeah. found I found the audio experience to be just fine, but maybe because it's a brand new cinema, right? The, I didn't have any issues with the the. While it was maybe a bit on the loud side for the action, I didn't have any issues with um, hearing them talking. So that's probably a good thing. Yeah, it's probably a good thing indeed. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, audio, audio visuals. See, once again. This was a very pretty film, right? It was. It, and if you don't mm. like gore and blood, um, I would say stay away from this. I it, would also. It wasn't that gory, though. I mean, yes, there was a lot of death and killing in it, but it wasn't awfully gory. No, but I, this isn't one I'd take my small children to see. Right, okay, yeah. Um, Because some of the deaths are so visual. The giant eyeball. Um, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the blowing out of the head. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was it was well done. It was very well done. But it's not something I would take my children to see. But that's not to say you shouldn't take your children to see it. You as a parent should make your own decision as to what you want to expose your children to. Um, but but personally speaking, uh, my my kids are slightly too young for this at the moment. I would say. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. uh, five and eight being their ages, um, I'd say they're slightly too young for it. Like I said, this is really pushing the line between PG-13 and an R, I think. I think it's mm. really, really pushing the line. And, and yeah, um, visually stunning. Audio, great in my showing. Mm -hmm. yep. um, and would I see it in 3D again? Yes. I, I'm not convinced that it needed to be seen in 3D. I don't know how much I added to it. Well, see, the thing is, I'm I'm a bit biased when it comes to this because I think everything should be in 3D. I I love yeah. I love the medium, I really do because uh, the thing I the thing I dislike about 3D is how it spoils 2D movies on a number of occasions when it comes to the cinemas. Right. Because you need special filters on the projectors. You do for 3D. And what happens is a lot of cinemas are lazy and don't take them off when they're showing a 2D movie. And what that does is it makes the 2D movie much darker than it really should be. See, with, with my cinema, you can't have that issue because they're laser projectors. It's, it's right, all built okay. into the projection. Um, and it's, like, like I say, um, with laser projection... It's so crystal clear. In fact, I would say it's it's eight K plus, right? Um, it is it is gorgeous. But I I see where you're coming from, and and yeah, that can be an issue. I, I have actually experienced much darker two D movies than than should be. Yeah. Um, I used to have a three D TV, um, and the filters are all built into it. Active or passive? Uh, it was uh, passive, right? So I used to, but the thing is, you can't get them anymore. No. But you watch once again. You watch next year. 3D TVs will be all the fucking rage again after Avatar. 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe they'll just keep it for the movies this time. I'm I'm not so sure because he's going to want to release it in 3D on Blu-ray, isn't he? He's going to want to release it in 3D Blu-ray. It's just James Cameron, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. I, I, I expect a lot with James Cameron. I expect a lot. He is a, he is a, he is a good director. He's a competent director. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, he just remakes Pocahontas at three hours with blue people. The story's proper fucking... It, <laughs> but there's only 12 stories. WTF is going on on YouTube says VR will take off. Now, I'm, I, VR will take off, I, I think, as a medium, but I'm not so sure it will take off uh, for for film viewing um i don't think it'll take off uh so much to to be watching movies on because people still want that home cinema experience right tvs are getting bigger and bigger and bigger and people want bigger and bigger and bigger um and so i i think vr will take off it'll take off for things like fucking facebook fake second world and stuff like that but i don't think it'll take off so much for movies what do you think john I don't know. I think it, if they get some kind of, I think it could take off for porn or something like that. <laughs> Do you know what? If it if it's an interactive medium, yeah, I think they probably could take off. But I, I, movies are kind of passive, you know. Yeah. So you don't need you don't need that that immersion that you would get from that in that kind of thing you you actually want to sit back and be an observer in a movie you don't want to be involved in it well wtf is going in, in my view wtf is going on says that that he watches his movies on vr and it looks amazing and i don't doubt that by the way i yeah. don't doubt that it looks amazing but i i just don't think it'll take off i, I, I don't it, think it, it'll take it, off it may for be that as medium as we get older and people replace us then it may well take off it's just uh you Maybe we are just getting too old in the the tooth for this kind of thing. You're twice my fucking age. Yeah, I know, but you act like you are my age. Yeah, that's true. I do. I do. <laughs> I mean, I, I believe me. Reclining chair, pipe, fucking lean back, <laughs> slippers, slippers. <laughs> Oh, travel blanket. <laughs> oh, these kids today. These kids today, John. Ah. <laughs> That would be me. That's heaven. So, um, anything, any other general comments on the movie? Um, I I think it can be missed in the grander scheme of the Marvel story. Um, What's your favourite Marvel movie then? What is my favourite Marvel movie? It's yeah. the first Avengers Infinity War. So, the, the first yeah, of the two parts. I liked Guardians of the Galaxy. I liked Guardians of the Galaxy because it it was so different and it took these ragtag bunch of of, yeah. of Marvel heroes that nobody had ever heard of and stuck yeah. them on screen. And I think that was all down to the direction of James uh, of of Gum, right? Um, yeah, without... it was funny and it was witty, and um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I I I I did as well. But I think Infinity War takes it for me because the villain wins, right? Mm-hmm. the villain wins it's the whole film is just one big character study on the villain um he gets so much character development it's his movie but, by and, and far. the thing is though you can understand his motives because he's not really the villain he thinks he's doing good and and in some respects he is yeah 
Yeah, you can. I mean, there's there's in in some of the the Marvel movies and TV shows, there's often signs painted um Thanos was right. Um yeah. and, and things like that because his motivations are very much sitting in a gray area, aren't they? Um, yeah, yeah. where where it's it's wrong what he's doing, but he's doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. Um and like I say, it's it's one of the biggest uh character studies and character developments i think that marvel studios have ever given and for what is essentially grimace from the old mcdonald's cartoons uh played by josh brolin uh, he played the character so well it was perfect perfect casting and then at the same time i believe around the same a couple of weeks who who was thanos it was josh brolin why do I keep thinking it's Ron Perlman? Just because he looks like Ron Perlman. It's Josh Brolin. Yeah, but why, why do I keep thinking it was Ron Perlman? Does it just because he looks like him? <laughs> Maybe. But what he actually looks like is Grimace from the McDonald's cartoons. Um, okay. I don't know that. Google it. Google it right okay. now. And then tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> but um, <laughs> once again, I I like character character development and this movie was completely devoid of it dr strange 2 there was no real character development there wasn't um it was it was wtf says wet see dr strange 2 today what a great movie and i'm glad you enjoyed it right but i think it does lack that character development uh have you found a picture of grimace there the the purple blob Freaking nothing like Let's move right. on to your anyway. Right, so so the last thing is um is is, is the verdict. So what are we doing? Are we scoring this out of five out of ten? Are we scoring it? Well, what I do think, you want to do? I think we could score it individually. We could give it uh give it an A to F rating. A to F. Yes. Okay. So okay. what would you give this movie and why? Um, I think I'd give it a, I'd give it a C plus. Okay, and why? Um, because I found it, I found it okay. Yeah. Um, it didn't stretch my imagination at all. Um, it didn't really throw up any plot twists or anything like that. It was all telegraphed what was going to happen well before it happened. Um, it. it was a little pedestrian and a little labelled in the scenes between the actions. Um, the action itself was generally fairly good and and relatively good reasons for it. Um, I, I didn't find, as you said, any real character development or redemption for any of the major characters. Um, and, and no, no real... Um, nothing really came out of it at the end you know it's like it was a bit it was a bit of a damp squib see i'll give it a c not even a c plus oh right okay and i'll, I'll give you and my you're the marvel man you're the marvel man. so my my positives are nothing to do with marvel studios marvel studios had nothing to do with what i enjoyed about this movie mm-hmm. what i enjoyed about this movie uh was the sam raimi-ness of it right yeah as a as a man who loves the evil dead films who actually enjoyed two of the sam raimi spider-man films right uh number three is a pile of shit 
but um, seeing that... As you that... know, I'm not a great Spider-Man fan. No, neither, neither am I. What's up? That's him, right there. Spider-Man. Oh, right, yeah, so it is. But, um, but, but the visuals on display and were were just a treat i'll i'll give you an example there was a scene that wanda maximoff was trapped in the mirror dimension and she was uh using reflections to try and get out yeah. so so our main characters are in a room trying to cover all the reflections and then there's eyeballs appearing um and then she crawls out of a gong like some possessed deadite from evil dead um, and I just thought this is this is beautiful. This is this is what we want from this man, right? These are the kind of visuals that we want, and the directorial style that we want. The camera angles, you know, zooming in on doors whilst rotating the camera. These are all Sam Raimi tropes. And for that aspect of it alone, and how close to the edge he was allowed to go with the horror uh, mm-hmm. before being cut off, I I would say, if you're a Sam Raimi fan go and see this flick if you're a marvel studios fan however i'd say you could miss it you you know but you'll probably if you're a marvel studios fan you'd probably go and see it anyway though yeah you will but but like i say character development is completely missing they completely forgot about wandavision or or they purposely subverted the ending of wandavision yeah there's no real motive for wanda beyond murmur kids to be killing the amount of people she's killing um yeah yeah and and so yeah i mean really she's just gone completely off her trolley and full-blown psycho it doesn't feel earned if you understand what i mean i mean she she went from she, she seemed to go very early in the movie from you know i want i want two kids to fucking full-blown psycho in, in the blink of an eye. I mean, that scene at the end where her kids see her on yeah. her psycho, uh, on her psycho, on her psycho trail. That was bad. And that's supposed to be the redemption, right? That's supposed was... to be the redemption. And then she she kills herself, as far as we know. It was just cringy, actually. And And, and also... I couldn't help but laugh at the speech that Doctor Strange gave America Chavez about being able to, you know, be trusting her to use her powers and stuff, because it's coming out of a fucking corpse. Um, And so it just looks... you got an emotional speech coming out of a fucked-up zombie corpse, and you're going, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm not here with this. I was was laughing. And I don't think you're supposed to be laughing. I think yeah. I don't think the movie wants you laughing. Um but but that's how I found myself. So I think that there's been a lot of studio interference in this movie. I think a lot is missing and that's why I can't go above a C. Okay. So there we go. So there we have it. Jason Descent out of movies, Doctor Strange and the Madness of the Multiverse or whatever it's called. A strong C. A strong C. Now, before we go, John. Yeah. Do you have a ticker? No, no, I don't. I don't have a ticker, mate. If you, if you, for some reason, enjoyed this disjointed chat about a disjointed movie, then please consider supporting us at Patreon.com/slash/ChasingDescent. 
Um, or subscribescar.com forward slash chasing descent. And before we go, WTF going on says the movie was a 12, should have been a 15. Uh, I think it's... Sh- it. Delivering Liberty says, only here for one comment, total missed opportunity with Bruce Campbell. He should have been used as Mysterio in the other universe. With you there, my friend, Sean. With you there. Mysterio. Uh, Mysterio was in the second Spider-Man movie, but he's the master of illusion. And All right, okay. I honestly would have loved to have seen Bruce Campbell with a fishbowl on his head. That would have been... Oh, yeah, the guy with the... Yeah, yeah. That would right, have just okay. been wonderful. And and I think that, that Bruce Campbell should have been used way more in this flick. So on that note, should we get out of here? Because we, we don't need to drag this on for two hours. No, we don't. Let's do it. Let's call it. And uh, if you enjoyed this, cool. We're going to try and... This was our first crack at one of these. We'll try and structure them a bit better going forwards. Um, And they will only get better as our shows always do. Um, And they do. They do always get better. They always get better. And we will be back Sunday night with episode 88. 88. Of Chasing Descent Live. (laughs) 88. What's 88? Two fat ladies. (laughs) I better, I better cut my hair before I get accused, right? Uh, Hold on, if I put it up in a ponytail, will people yeah, think just, I've got short hair? Yeah, just run the outro. Chunch. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Bye for now. Bye. Take away those diamonds, I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car and a new pair of socks I want liberty without conditions Roll up the carpet from the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my conditions too loud. Give me a guitar and I'll play to the crowd. I want liberty without conditions. Take away that job. I don't want to work. I'll stay at home and play in the dirt. I want liberty without conditions. I want liberty on my conditions. your line, I want liberty without conditions, work on the docks or down a hole, come out at night and pray for your soul, I want liberty without conditions, I want liberty on my conditions.
Take away those diamonds I don't need those rocks A second hand car And a new pair of socks I want liberty Without conditions Roll up the carpet From the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty Without conditions I want liberty on my conditions